Well, it was the smallest home crowd of the year, Kevin. I can't figure out whether that meant a whole bunch of people knew what they were doing and were smart or a whole bunch of people didn't know what they were doing and showed up here 10-4. The uh, Texas Rangers pretty much putting the boots to the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. And I guess those of us who wondered how Texas managed to stay in first place for 111 days, uh, well, it's largely an offense and we got a sample of that tonight. Kevin, a rare a rare night really where uh, the Jays didn't have much going on offensively. Not that that's rare, but the pitching wasn't very good either tonight. Oh, uh, look, it, it can't always be great, right? I mean, Bassett battled. I mean, when you're facing seven lefties like he is and you don't throw a bazillion miles an hour, the the all the timing that goes into different lanes and and different quadrants that you have to throw to and late movement and your misses have to be on par. Uh, the When it's not, it sort of looks the way it looks, right? I, I said this a couple of starts ago. Whenever he's got his cutter, good luck, right? You can cancel Christmas. When he don't got it and you're facing that many lefties and, you know, all of a sudden you can sort of, if you're a lefty, you can eliminate one quadrant, you can eliminate one side of the plate, you can look out over the plate, you know, you, you can sort of, Forget about all the different pitches because you're looking at one location. And, you know, his timing at foot strike, right? When the foot hits the ground, everything has to be in line. Shoulders have to be direct towards your target. You have to have it out front. The release point has to be there. You could tell just getting the ball out of the glove on time, uh, just getting the ball up above his head, getting it out front, snapping it off. You could tell the backdoor breaking ball. He wanted some of those back foot to lefties. Those had a little flop to him they'd go out and around he'd fall behind he'd, you know when you fall behind you got nine eight different pitches now as a hitter i can eliminate a couple of those i can eliminate location just gives me a better chance to to put barrel to baseball stay in a big part of the field and look this this for me is not bassett this for me is when you're talking about a lineup and you talk about you know now all of a sudden they got some healthy guys look looks like brandon belt who knows what's happening there but for the most part every one of their guys that they need to have in the lineups in the lineup now those guys need to score more than four runs if you know again you're facing yeah you ain't facing the a's anymore you ain't facing the rockies anymore you're facing a team that's in the same fight that you are now let's see it right uh, again it, 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 Jeff, you got to. There's a couple of parts there, right? Louis Rivera, do you send a runner around third base? Look, they don't score any runs at home. You want to be mad at him, but Kiermaier didn't yeah, get I the didn't greatest. Have a, of I jumps. didn't. I didn't have a problem with that send at all. I thought that was a good aggressive send, frankly, by Luis Rivera. Yeah, from look, you're watching the runner, right? You, you, you got. It's sort of like uh, you, you have to know what's going on around you. You have to know who's coming up. Now, you know, it's it's you're down three to two. Your team doesn't score a ton of runs at home. It sort of let the air out of the bubble is what it did. And I get back to the second inning, too. The the two-out single by Springer with Kirk on second, anticipation. My dad could have scored from second. Like, that's a 19-hopper to the center fielder. I, uh, every once in a while, you, you got to call a spade a spade. That right there, instead of two to one, it's three to one. Maybe Bassett attacks dudes a little differently. Maybe doesn't fall behind. Maybe eliminates two of his eight pitches. I don't know. But for me, it's those little things. You said it today. Can the Jays play an ugly game and beat a good team? Well, I think we know what the answer is. Yeah, eight walks by the Blue Jays pitchers tonight, one of them intentional. Uh, Four of the runs that were scored reached base via the walk. And, of course, Jonah Heim with the big blow, the Grand Slam home run 
But I thought, a grand slam home run. What's it going to be, Jeff, a grand slam double? Anyhow, the grand slam by Jonah Hine. But I also thought the double that he hit on the uh, the last pitch we saw from Chris Bassett, I don't understand using a splitter in that situation. But having said that, looking at Chris Bassett's night, two whiffs on his fastball tonight. Um, look, he, he's he's... Again, I don't think anybody in the starting rotation needs to apologize given the way things have gone this year for this team. But um, yeah, it wasn't I, I didn't I it, I just didn't think I didn't think it was I didn't think it was a great night for the Blue Jays pitching uh, top. Yeah, to I just wonder. I, I I wonder if Kirky anticipates better, gets a better jump, gives better effort, scores on that. It's three to one. I I wonder if they hold up Kiermaier at third base, Bo. I don't know, gets a bloop single to right field or somebody runs into one and scores a little bit different. I wonder. Like, again, it gets back to when you're not scoring a ton of runs, you got to do all the little things. When you don't do the little things, the dudes that can hit crooked homers, you know, bases loaded. Uh, guys that come up with dudes on second and third and they drive that run in, it's – look, the Blue Jays are playing for one run. The the Rangers are playing for three or four. That's the difference, right? And, again, we'll get back to this. Bassett's got eight pitches. Like, yeah, when, of, the foot hits the, when the foot hits the ground, everything's got to be right. When it's not right against seven lefties in the lineup who are tough outs, they looked real tough. They didn't look like they'd been struggling. I can tell you that. No, and uh, Dane Dunning didn't look like he had uh, too much you to apologize? You want to apologize to Dane Dunning? No, I don't care. It's not listening. You should. You, were, you were pretty hard on him today, like you giving up a plethora of runs. He and had. I told you, forget about that. It's this time of the year. It's start to start. Don't worry about that Doesn't stuff. What would you say? Ah, you want to apologize to me To me and Dane? The floor no. is yours. No. I'm not going to apologize to somebody should. who's not listening to the show. Not worth it. I listened. Dane Dunning didn't. Um, so there you go. 10-4, the Blue Jays have lost the first of this four-game series against the Texas Rangers. Uh, of course, the wild card in the balance for the Toronto Blue Jays. Kevin Barker mentioned Brandon Belt started the game, left with lower back spasms. Uh, mm. Not a productive night for Brandon Belt to the plate. It didn't look like he was all that healthy, to be honest. A uh, couple of strikeouts. Vladdy, three strikeouts and a uh, grounder to third. Um, Bo Bichette, mm-hmm. 0 for 4. Not a lot going on offensively for the Jays tonight, I, I to say told, the least. I, I, told you, I told you this. When they face a guy that has movement going in and movement going away, it has. they have a tough time as they line up, 1 through 9, of eliminating one of those and buying into, okay, I give you that. You throw me three out there for strikes, I tip my hat, I walk away. I fight, live to fight another day. For whatever reason, they're just not capable of doing that, Got and it. that's why you give you give Dave Dunnings or Dan Dunnings, Dane Dunnings. Dane Dunning. I apologize. Yeah, okay. You got me all flustered because you didn't apologize to me. I never yeah. apologized to you. That okay. was the point of so, apologizing. You give if, it, you if give the, rela- like if the relationship is strong, there's no need to apologize. It's rocky. It's rocky this <laughs> late in the season. You know what I'm saying? It could be better. Uh, yeah. A lot could be better. Um, 10-4, the Blue Jays lose to the Texas Rangers. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. The number's a call. 707 is the first pitch tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Gee in Maple. 
Nice. Or Guy Go. I have a lot to say, but I'll try to do it quickly because I know there's more callers. Stat of the night, first Texas Ranger pitcher to win a game in a month. What a joke. Um, First Texas starter. Yeah, in a month from what I heard. Yeah. Um, I want to say one good thing to start. I I think Kevin Kiermeyer, I don't care, needs to come back to this team. This kid's a stud on the field, off the field. He's not a kid. Well, to me, he's a kid. (laughs) Yeah, I'm older than you, and he ain't a kid to me, so check me. (laughs) Anyhow, go ahead. So I hope they bring it back. But um, the thing that really bothers me about losses like this, listen, I I don't even know how they're going to win a game in this series. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't like the pitching matchups at all. Uh, and this is coming from the coldest team in the majors the last three weeks of the season, and we got to try to figure out how to get a split at home in the biggest series of the of the season, so to speak. My problem was the first problem, and, and, and i got to go on Schneider here. Sorry, guys, but the first problem I have, number one, and I hope you guys address these, why is your second best hitter on the team sitting so that you could put in a guy who hasn't seen a major league pitch in nine games because of a bad back, and on top of that, you throw him up in the cleanup spot, I don't know why Maryfield wasn't playing in this game. So that's the first problem I have. The second issue I have, you can't let Corey Seager beat you in this game. When it was 2-all and Biggio made that tremendous play and they had a, a base open, he should have been pitching. He should not have been pitching to Seager. This is the World Series MVP who's making $400 million or whatever. He's getting paid that for a reason. And I thought that was a terrible decision not to walk him, and it cost us that third run. The third thing, you said it again, Barker, Bassett didn't have his stuff. You know that right away. Why was he back in the in the sixth inning? I don't care about the pitch count because this guy's been doing it all season to Kikuchi and everyone else. Take him out of the game. Give an opportunity to a guy who's got a one-and-a-half ERA, 0.75 whip. He's been tremendous. He pitched in the ninth inning tonight. Bowden should have been in there in the fifth inning. Give you a couple of innings. Give him that opportunity. I, and they went to the bullpen, I thought, too early. They're, they're deeper guys. Another mistake, I thought. And I have uh, two more things, and I'll wrap this up quickly. I disagree with the Rivera thing. When you look at the replay, the kid had the ball ready to throw before Kiermaier even rounded third. So I, I thought it was a bad call on Rivera's part, to be honest. I don't mind the aggression, but you got your best player in Bichette up next. If he can't get you a sack fly, then you might as well you know, fold it. And I know they've been doing that all year. So I, ha- I have those issues. I hope you guys can touch up on a couple of them. I'll I'll uh, hang up and listen, and thanks. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to get to. I'll let Barker handle most of it. Um, <laughs> Whitmer, because I'm like that. Whitmerfield is uh, two for his last nine, 13, 17, 21, 24. Um, I would not, I'm, I'm sorry, I really don't want to see Whitmerfield in the cleanup spot for the rest of the year. That's just me. Um, 2-12 in September, 2-32 in August. Like, he hasn't yeah. had a real good two months you know, it, no. uh, uh, July July was his best, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'd rather have Co- I'd rather have Cody Bellinger cleaning up than than either of them. But that's they a, don't they don't have a clean up hitter. Let's no, face they don't. It. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean that deals. You know that that deals with that. I mean, in in terms of the pitching, uh, I mean, if you're going to go with Bowden Francis that early in this game, you're basically doing something you haven't done all year. That to me would smell of panic. I don't want my manager experimenting uh, on September 11th against the Texas Rangers. I I just don't. Um, you know that's 
that's me. I mean, I, I would. Yeah, think a yeah. lot of people would have looked. Yeah, the, the fastball to at that. The, the fastball to Seager was a really good pitch. That's a really good hitter beating you. That's a one-one four-seam yep. fastball on the black end. Like every once in a while, like again, you make your pitch, dude beats you because just at it bad, he gets barreled to it, and he's a good hitter because he has length. Uh, that's you know keeps the front side in. You add length to your swing. It's when he has really good swings. Like I mean, he's hitting three thirty. So you, you want to bring somebody else in? I, I if you're going to bring anybody in to face Seager, to be a lefty. I so. You know, this is this is who got you here. You're going to lean on them. I just don't know if you're going to be able to beat this team scoring four runs at home. Like, well, the, the pitch, I don't, just don't know if the, the, pitch, MO, the, pitching, the pitching's good enough to, to maneuver through good lineups when they're hot and doing some things. I mean, looks to me like, again, I, the offenses that are this good are very streaky. Sometimes they're awful. Sometimes they're really good. Hopefully Texas is not getting one of them really good runs where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the role players are starting to catch up to the Simeons and the Seegers of the world and, and, you know, starting to do some things offensively and make it a little easier. I do think the, all the lefties in the lineup, that's going to be something. Ryu's going to have to control the strike zone. He's got to be a good curveball tomorrow. They got to score first. And they're going to have to continue to score. And Bo and Vladdy can't go 0 for 8 with three punches. If they do, they're going to lose again tomorrow. 416 870 star 591-888-666-0590. 10-4, the Blue Jays have lost to the Texas Rangers in the first of this key four-game series in front of a crowd of 23,451, the smallest home crowd of the year. More issues with Pitchcom today. Uh, a balk at third base. Kevin Barker. You ever seen anything like that? No, it's two days in a row now. Uh, you know, I between the Cole Reagan stuff and uh, and this, it's some some funky stuff going on here, uh, going on at the Rogers Center here. I've I've never seen that before. I I don't I don't know what Chris Bassett was thinking. I I mean that that was just not a good look. <laughs> Uh, it's September 11th. The pitch comm shouldn't be an issue, boys. I'm sorry. It's September 11th. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's, I'm not sure it's an issue. It seemed to me like it wasn't working. And instead of him rushing himself during it at bat, he just take the stri- the ball one or whatever. Yeah, if it's gonna if it's, it's gonna happen to if it's gonna happen to anybody, it's gonna happen to Chris Bassett though. Let's yeah. face it. Let's right. face it. Jim and Niagara. Jim and Niagara. What's up, Jim? Gentlemen, I just want to say, first of all, man, what a treat to talk about baseball. You guys just bring so much excitement, knowledge to a sport that really needs it. And I'm just, I want to commend you guys on the work you guys do. And it's just an honor to to listen to you. Well, I'm going to get to that, Jeff. I'm going to get to that, actually. Hey, Kuya Kevin, I want to nominate Kuya Kevin to be the first honorary Filipino coach in the major leagues. I'm nominating you for the hitting coach for the Blue Jays next year because when I listen to you talk about hitting, man, you break it down to a T, and I absolutely love it. Uh, one thing I noticed about Flatty, the, the game against Kansas City, I think you've touched upon it uh, uh, many times, is the moving parts on his swing, uh, which has got him out of whack. And uh, when he hit that double, uh, that two-run double against KC to put the Jays ahead, I noticed he was just, his body just looked, uh, everything was intact. Every, you know, he had a nice rhythm, not so many moving parts. Um, I wanted to just say with Vladdy, uh, this year, 
he just looks completely lost up there. He doesn't have, looks like he doesn't have a plan. I would not attribute his shortcomings to effort. I think Vladdy loves baseball. He's extremely passionate. He has a desire to be the best, but I do think that, uh, yeah, he has lost, he has lost, uh, lost his approach between his ears. And I think that when they traded the Oscar and Lourdes Gurriel, I think that had an effect on him and, and, and his team because this team used to have a certain swagger. They played really loose. They, they almost played, showed up to the park knowing that they were going to win. A lot like what you guys have talked about numerous times on this radio about the 20, uh, 2015 Jays, about that, you know, that swagger they had. It was a matter of coming to the park and knowing they were going to bash the other team's, team's heads in. Um, but I do agree with uh, the previous caller, Guy. I, I, there's, there's just a few things I, I didn't think. I didn't think that Kiermaier should have, uh, should have went on that, uh, on that, uh, that hit to left field. I thought the ball was hit too hard. The left fielder got a good jump on it. He was shallow, and uh, he had, a, and he was, his momentum was carrying to the plate. Uh, to be honest, I'm not really a fan of Louis Rivera. I respect him for what you know his time in the game, uh, but. I've noticed, you know, because he's been, he's probably one of the longest tenured coaches on this staff that's been with the Jays for a long time. Uh, I noticed that he does, he does take some gambles. And, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, gentlemen, uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say, but please, Kuya Kevin, consider, consider becoming the Jays' next hitting coach because I think you're the right man for the job. Have a great night, gentlemen. Thanks. Uh, then I'd have to get another co host. That'd be a pain in the ass. I'd rather Good not luck to, putting up that. with you. Jesus, how would you do that? Would you? Would you? Uh, I have no problem putting up. I have no problem putting up with myself. Uh, how would I find a co-host? Yeah, yeah. Emails or put names know. in a hat. I'd leave it in the how hands. How would you do of, that? I'd leave it. I'd leave it in the hands of others. Uh, I'm going to respectfully disagree with uh, with Jim. Last year's team did not show did not show up at the ballpark with swagger, thinking they were going to kick you. Last year's team is nowhere near the 2015, 2016 Blue Jays. Those last year's team showed up at the ballpark thinking they were going to have fun and maybe win a baseball game. To be honest, most of the time, um, 2015, you know that that was not a uh, the 2015 Blue Jays wouldn't be about a home run jacket. I don't think. I, I think there was a there was there was a little there was a little something else. There was a little something else going on there. Look, I mean, you talk to people around the team, and everybody says that not having Lourdes back this year makes a difference for Vladdy, that he was a guy who could get in Vladdy's face. Um, you know, Teoscar, my friend Mr. Barker pointed out, uh, Teoscar looked like uh, he was capable of disengaging at times. He's also going to drive in runs in the middle of the middle of your lineup, and the Jays never – they never – they never replaced him, frankly. They haven't come close to replacing uh, to replacing Teoscar Hernandez. You know, Kevin, as for the one thing I will say about Evan Carter, and, you know, maybe this ought to go into Louis Rivera's notebook now. He has, he's throwing out two base runners in four games. The other duty throughout was Asturi Ruiz. It was pretty quick. So maybe we ought to mark down in the notebook, don't run on Evan Carter, who, by the way, hit his first uh, his first major league home run as well today. Shout out to C.J. Nitkowski, who gave us a little heads up about him on uh, on 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 Blair and Barker. Um, Kev, I, I, I mean, I don't know. You've talked about you've talked about Vladdy at length. I'm hoping 
that this is just one of those years. Guys do have one of those years. And I've almost, I don't want to look at this and try to turn it into a bigger picture thing yet. Because if I do that, I'm kind of scared of where that's going to lead me with Flatty. Yeah, I don't know what to think about needing his buddy to perform at the highest level. Like, who who needs that? I, I when when you talk about the might. elite offensive players, do they? Are I guess have have you ever talked about Mike Trout that way, or Shohei Otani, or Freddie Freeman, or Mookie Betts, or you know Devers from Boston? Like, yeah, you but, ever but said? Can, you ever can heard? I just say this? Can That's I just say this? Right? Can I just say this? Vladdy's not in that class. Can we say that finally? Can we can can, can we can can we say that he is not in the class? I, I I don't I just he's not in the class of Freddie Freeman or Mookie Betts. He's not a perennial MVP candidate. I don't think we can say it. He could turn out to be, but based on what we've seen this year, I'm not. I'm certainly not ready to put him in that category. I might have been two years ago, but I'm not ready to put him in that category now. Yeah, I don't know. I think they need to to. You know, the the experience when it comes to who's soft-tossing and who's giving the information, for me anyway, next year needs to be addressed. Like, they, they need that guy that whenever he speaks, everybody's going to be quiet and listen. Like, well, they have, I, they, I, have, I just, they have Donnie Baseball on the staff. Isn't he supposed to, be, isn't yeah, he supposed Donnie to provide he, that? He's not, he's, not the hit, he's not the hitting coach. He's the bench coach. How many bench coaches you know that tell the hitter what to look for and what I don't know many, and what not but, to swing? But I, yeah, but I've, I've been. That's I've been because on, I don't. I don't I've been know on too five many different big league teams, and I've never heard that. Yeah, but I've never I, that's heard that because how many teams have you been on that had Don Mattingly as your bench coach? Yeah, I mean, maybe having a, a a drink on a plane, and he's telling, he's asking you questions about I'm this, that, saying, and the other. I'm I just mean, saying. All I heard, coaches over there. All I heard in spring training, all I heard in spring training was, "Oh, they're talking. Look at that. They're talking. The players are talking to Don Mattingly. He's working with them." That's all I heard in spring training. It's all I heard in spring training. It was going to have a major impact on this team offensively. All I heard was, "You know, he's going to be part of the meetings. You know, he's going to be involved in it." The Don Mattingly's a pretty damn good hitter. So you're right. He's not the hitting coach, um, but uh, I mean he's there. I'm sure they all have his uh, his phone number. I'm sure they could probably text him. Uh, John Schneider was. Uh, well, I'm sure they could. John Schneider. What spoke are you going to text him? The game. During the game. Jo- John Schneider. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can send a message in the iPad, huh? <laughs> John Schneider uh, was asked after the game about uh, flushing a big loss and a bunch of other things as well. So, show let's just let's roll the manager's tape. You take it one game at a time. Like I said before the game, it's you know it's it's a big series. Yeah, sure, but we're playing really well. Um, I love the way that the guys are going about it. And today's one game. You know, it doesn't matter if you lose by six or if you lose by one. You know. We've been doing some really, really good things, and you move on tomorrow, and you take tomorrow for what it is, and you keep moving on to Wednesday. So it's uh, not any easier, but I think you just you know take it for what it is, and you come ready to ready to go tomorrow. What was your read of Louis Send on KK? I know it's your fastest runner. Uh, is a left fielder with a reasonably strong arm. He's pretty deep. Just how? What was your kind of sense on that play in that situation? Yeah, I mean, KK is one of the best base runners in baseball. And, you know, I think when you're when you're coaching third, you trust that, you know. So it's I haven't really looked at it closely. But, 
Um, I think when Kevin Kiermaier is on the bases, you trust him to make some things happen. There you go. I'm with the skipper 100%. Based on what I saw from uh, Vladdy and Bo tonight, I'm not entirely certain I would have wanted to wait around for them to do something anyhow. So I, I have no problem with the, with, with the send. Uh, as I said, I we may want to reevaluate what mm. we think of Evan Carter as an outfielder, um, the Rangers' top prospect who uh, now has two outfield assists in four games. But no, nah, I, I didn't. I didn't have an issue with that. Look at how this team. Look at how this team beat the Kansas City Royals yesterday. A hit and run and a and a uh, and a safety squeeze. There's not a lot going on offensively with this team. Let's just say it. I have no problem with Luis Rivera sending Kevin Kiermaier in that play. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, I thought Buck yeah. did a terrific Buck did a terrific job breaking it down. It was a good throw and it was a hell of a it was a hell of a tag by Jonah Heim. I mean, it really was. Here's what I say rules, to that. It- if Kevin Kiermaier gets the shuffle, shuffle, go right away, you send him. Did he do that? Nope. You know why? Because it's a, it's nobody out. He's on second base. That's fair. It's an 0-2 count. It's a little lollipop line drive between the shortstop and the third baseman. If he catches that, he goes on contact. He's out. That's a double play. So you're waiting to see it through. He didn't go on contact. That's what I'm saying is you got your big boys coming up, whether your big boys are being your big boys that day or not. Leave the outcome to the big boys, and then nothing can go wrong, right? So it's like that base running thing. Never make the first or third out at third base. That is true. That's, that's the same, true. That's the same Deep, kind of man. thing if you're the third base coach. I'm not saying that sometimes in May or June you don't push it. But down three to two, First and third, nobody out with two, three, four coming up. I mean, it's a little easier to blame two, three, and four for not winning than it would be to blame your third base coach. No. 416-870-0590. It's never a good thing when you talk about the third base coach. You ever notice that? 416-870-0590, star 591 888 590 The Blue Jays have lost to the Texas Rangers the first of four games at the Rogers Center. Let us take a break, come back and take a look around the Major League scoreboard. Of course, with the wild card in the balance, lots going on that we need to pay attention to. And we'll do that in a few minutes. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet radio network. Big shift, no one's holding him on, pretty much just watching him to see how far he's going to go. He wasn't stopping, so it got to a point where it was i have to watch the video and kind of figure that out. Um, but it got to a point where if he if he breaks, I can't get, I can't get the ball to home. Um, he's he's going to steal home. So, it, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's the reason why I did it. Um, Chris, have you ever tried something like that before? No, I mean, this is, obviously not. It's the first time where I couldn't step off and just say you're way too far. Um, yeah, just weird situation, obviously. Yeah, that was a weird situation. That was Chris Bassett talking about the uh, – was it a balk call? It was a disengagement at third base, I guess is the correct disengagement. way. There disengagement. Disengagement. of the dis, – the, a disengagement violation. Mm-hmm. Something we're all guilty of at some point or another. It happens. 
10-4, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, speaking of disengagement, losing to the Texas Rangers. Time for the Major League Standings Watch, presented by Bet365. With Bet365, you can watch thousands of live games. Thousands! I mean thousands of them. You can build your own bet, and you can even make a bet while the game's still being played. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. So let's take a I look like at the, the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, shall we? Hmm, what do we no. have here? Oh, look, Don't do look. it! The Oakland Athletics are beating the Houston Astros 4-0. Hey, that's good news. Tampa Bay is beating Minnesota 7-4. Kevin, the Jays have a chance to face. They're probably going to play if they make the playoffs, Tampa and Tampa or Minnesota and Minnesota. Who'd you rather face? I'd rather face Tampa indoors than face Minnesota outdoors knowing that they own Kevin Gossman. Sure. Okay. Uh, Baltimore beat St. Louis 11-5. to I'll mark you down as undecided. The uh, Yankees and the Red Sox are rained out, so that counts as a win for the Yankees. And uh, the Angels and the Seattle Mariners are tied 3-3. I think the Mariners are, uh, I think the, Mariners are the team here that uh, might, be, might be retreating here. As a result, the standings are thus in the wild card. Tampa Bay is 88-56. They're 8.5 up. Toronto, 80 and 64. They're a half game up on Seattle, 79 and 64. Texas, 79 and 64. So Seattle and Texas are in a tie. Right now, of course, Seattle's game is still being played. And uh, that's pretty much the way the uh, that's pretty much the way the wild card is gonna look, I think, for the next two weeks. There's gonna be some movement up, some movement down. And uh really I think the only thing that uh I, I the only thing that I think could really upset things dramatically here is that series between Tampa and Baltimore coming up. On the weekend, if both those teams continue to win, Baltimore's won three in a row. Uh, I'm sorry, Boston, Tampa Bay's won three in a row. Uh, Baltimore is eight and two in their last ten. That uh, that could be the uh, the series that uh, that decides a few things or or sets things up, makes things even more interesting. Jay in North York, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know what? The loss doesn't bother me in itself. Every team's going to win or lose. You're going to get blown out no matter how good or bad you are. But what bothers me are the controllable things. Uh, Genesis Cabrera throws a fastball. The guy hits a grand slam. Okay, it's a baseball play. What bothered me, and some of this has been hashed out already, is the disengagement run. Boop, give them a run. They didn't have to do anything. Then there's that fork ball, split ball, whatever, that facet through. There's another run for nothing. And then, of course, there's the bad scent on the Kiermaier. You know, when I'm watching the game on TV, and I'm around your age, Jeff, so I've seen, I don't know, tens of thousands of games. I'm like, don't send him. Don't send him. And you know what? They sent him, and he was out, and it was a good slide, and he was almost safe. This is an important series. It's a real important series. And these are adults, so I don't think Schneider's going to say, hey, guys, think, use your head. Don't make any bonehead plays. They know that. But they're still giving away runs. Now, in the end, it didn't matter because of the score. But you can't play that kind of baseball. I'll say one other thing that I thought of while I was on hold because you've spoken about these things. And this is for you, Kevin. When a player is at the plate, and I watch the games on TV mostly, you could kind of tell, boom, that ball's gone. You know what I've noticed? The last few times Laddie's connected, they're not going out of the ballpark. They're being caught. On the warning track, they're being caught in the gap or they're just being caught deep in the outfield. 
They're not hitting the wall. They're not short hopping the wall. They're not going over the wall. And sometimes he's getting pretty good swings on a ball. And it's true. If he gets all of it, it's gone. But the last year or two years ago, he didn't get all of the ball, and it still went out. And I can't figure it out. Yeah, appreciate the call, Jay. I'll turn it over to you, Kevin. I mean, I I got to say this. I'm at the point now when Vlad when Vladdy hits a fly ball, I don't expect it to go out. Like I don't sit there and go, oh, and I I kind of look at it and go, uh huh. Um, that that's just the way it is. But I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think it's one of those years where Vladdy sometimes. It's mechanical. I've said this to you. Like, you look at the at-bats. Sometimes it's what he swings at. Sometimes it's mechanical. Sometimes it's mental, right? Where he'll get out his first at-bat, and then he's bad for his next two at-bats because he got out his first at-bat, right? That he thought he got a good pitch, he didn't hit it. All those swings he took in the batting cage is not translating on the field. It's, look, this is, this is if you're a professional athlete and you try and do it at the highest level, and everybody expects you to carry an organization for long periods of time, and you don't do it. You add a bunch of all the things that he's doing there that I just mentioned, and then pressure on top of him. He's a, he's a human being. Like He's going to feel pressure. Like he, he said it out loud. This is part of what he's been going through all season. When you feel pressure, you grip the bat too tight. Your bat is not as quick. To the caller's point, when it's not as quick, the ball don't go as far as you want it to go. And then you think because it doesn't, now you have to redo it all over again, try something new, and it's basically like you're starting all over again. So, yeah, you can't get out of your own way sometimes, and I think that's sort of where he's at right now. 416-870-0590, star 591 is Blue Jays Talk with Jeff Blair and Kevin Barker. We're here for a few more minutes. John in Peterborough. What's up, John? Hey, uh... I want to talk about uh, the end of the year with Gladdy. What kind of uh, contract would he get? And I think the uh, general manager, he's in a real tough spot with Gladdy because personally, I don't think any other team in baseball would want Gladdy since he, uh, with the help of the media, he sucks all the air out of the room. So, I don't How know, do you know what that? Do. How do you know that? Well, what do you mean? What? How do, well, how do you that? know he sucks? I, Have you been in the room? No, but uh, all you see is gladdy, gladdy, gladdy on commercials, on you know, on the uh, in the dugout, on TV. Like it's just never ending, you know. But his Smuckers commercial are with George Springer, right? But he's got more than one commercial. But I'm just so does George. That, George has got a bank commercial. Well, I'm just saying that he just seems to want to be the main person on TV in the Blue Jay dugout after the game with the bucket. Yeah, uh, that's true. Bat with the, you know, all this stuff, you know, and the coat was all about him, too, you know, so. That's how I feel. Yeah, well, I appreciate the call, John. I mean, look, as to what his contract status is going to be at the end of the year, I mean, I wouldn't give him a multi-year contract at this point. That's just me. Um, I'd go year to year. I think the organization's kind of told you what they think about him uh, by the way they've handled this this situation so far. 
I mean, sucking the air out of the room. You know, that's, I mean, with all due respect, that's, I mean, not, I you're, pull, you're, nah, you're pulling stuff out of your ass there. I can't put it any other way. I mean, you, you are. We don't know. We're not in the room. All we know about Vladdy from people, people will tell you this. Vladdy works hard. Vladdy's a good kid, all that. You know, I mean, the the whole, he sucks the air out of the room is just as, is, is, is nonsense as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, I, I mean, I will say this, you know, you, it, when you are the top prospect in baseball, you do get built up and the organization has built him up and the fans, most of them still like Vladdy. So he's still, he's still a popular guy, but you know, to, to make the leap that, that somehow that is, is having an impact on, on his, uh, on his game. I mean, I can't, I just can't go that far. I, well, I I'm sure, that far. I'm sure they've, I'm sure they offered him a lot of money. If, if they offered the caller a lot of money to do a, a, a peanut butter and jelly commercial, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get that. I, n- I never I get wanna, the. I don't want to suck the air out of the room in the in the clubhouse. I'll suck the yeah. jelly and the peanut butter out of the out of the tart or whatever the hell it is that they're that they're selling. I, but I, I have well, to I be mean, honest with you. I've talked to I've talked to more people than most people have about Vladdy. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Vladdy. Never. Yeah, I I don't. Not one time. I, I find that. Yeah, I mean, I get the same talking to people the the, the same thing. Yeah. It's just you know, I again. One, it could be that this is just one of those years. Two, it could be that this is Vladdy. And maybe peak Vladdy is a year that's a little bit better than this year. That's fine. That's not bad. You can make use of that. But as I've said, maybe we need to kind of cool our jets a bit about putting Vladdy in with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna and, 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 and guys like that. Um, that's not I think my point. St- my point was the conversation. He was in that realm yeah. at well, the beginning said, of the season. And, and, and I said, dudes I didn't need a, a support cast to help them get through games. And well, Mookie Betts has got some dudes around him. Ronald Acuna has got some dudes around him. You know, uh, Freddie Freeman's got some dudes. Around I mean, him. sometimes people, people act like Vladdy's never had a good at bat before. Like, yeah. He's no, I, I, I don't think tough, that. He's, I, had, he's had a year I, I that we people's, didn't, we thought he should have better. Like, yeah, but okay. and I, and I, as I said, that's fine. But you know, um, I, I don't think I think to be smart about it. I don't, I don't think you can put Vladdy in that category anymore. I just don't. I'm sure. I'm not, not saying. Not I'm not saying you never you can. can. I'm not saying that that'll never be the case. But I'm, I'm saying right now. Uh, you know, even his defense, if you look at his defensive metrics, that's deteriorated. So it's just one of those years. I mean, that's what you have to hope if you're the Blue Jays. You just hope it's one of those years. And, you know, hope that whatever happens next year, you're seeing a Vladdy that was closer to that, you know, that guy that made us think that he might be a perennial MVP candidate. But, um, I mean, those guys, those guys don't, those guys don't grow in trees, man. They don't grow in trees, and um, I'm, I'm not I'm not there yet to give up on him. I think a little minor mechanical change, get him back to being ready to hit the fastball. Everything else will take care of itself. I'm not I'm saying with he's going to hit 50 homers. I'm but with I you, but I'm, I'm able... puzzled, Kevin. If if the if the tweak is that minor, why hasn't it been done? 
Like that, again, that's the thing. That. Get, it's it, not it, like it, this it is. Gets back, it gets back to that. I, I I think again. You see that one year he had that was really really good. Look who was around the team all the time. A guy a guy that had three hundred big ones in the big leagues that would say this is how I did it. Whenever I was going through this, he got you out this way. Walk up there and look for this. I don't know. And then maybe every single day they had drills to get ready to hit the heater. Well, two plus two is what, Jeff? I, look, I, you try you try and simplify I, things as much as possible, and you know you've tried some things that maybe didn't work. Try something new. That's all I'm saying. The Texas Rangers have put the boots to the Blue Jays, ten to four, in the first game of a four game series at the Rogers Center. The good news, I think it's good news, is that the two teams get to play again tomorrow. A seven oh seven first pitch right here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. New and used vehicle prices are rising, or are they ever? An inventory is scarce. Avoid the hassle of buying prematurely by making your vehicle last longer with Crown Rust Protection. For special summer offer and rust protection, visit crown.com today.